Hello, everyone, and welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name is Paul Blart. <laughs> My name is also Paul Blart. How did you know? Hi, Paul Blart. It's nice to meet you. I am Paul Blart. I'm Paul Blart, too. It's nice to blart you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as, as if it's not already in the title of the episode, everyone knows what we're talking about today. It's Paul Blart. Um. <laughs> I got so many weird looks when I told people that this was our topic for this week. I haven't they're been like, people. Oh, they're like, are you sure? I'm pretty sure the people that I tell don't even listen to this podcast. They're just like kind of interested in it. Well, I don't think those people are your real friends. It's fine. <laughs> tell them to get on board. Yeah. Make get this on their Blart. first episode. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a classic, iconic. Yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> now I don't feel like I can live up to the pressure. Okay, whatever. Just don't overthink it. We'll be fine. It'll be great. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about Paul Blart today. Fuck it. I just <laughs> wanted to start recording immediately because I needed Emma to tell me a story because you saw a celebrity this week. I saw a celebrity. And... For some of you listeners who, like, live in Vancouver or Toronto, whatever, I don't know where you live. You should know where I live, though, and it's not those places. We don't see celebrities ever. And so this was very exciting for me. I got a little, I don't know, dreamy-eyed, I guess, is what I'd like to call it. And uh, hard just eyes. apologies to James Marsden, who I did see. Because I was just literally staring at you for like a good minute. <laughs> I would stare at him too. He's got a nice face. And I would also want to like triple check that it was him. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know who found out. So I was at work and I work downtown Nanaimo. Nanaimo's a pretty small town. And um, I don't know who it was. Like I got to work and then... I was going downstairs for a coffee because we have our own little coffee machine. And one of the girls on my floor, like, also went for coffee, but she went across the street to the coffee shop. And I was like, where is she going? She doesn't mm. normally get coffee from there. Like, normally she goes like, to Starbucks. Like, we have free coffee here. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one of my friends, he was like, oh, she's she heard that James Marston is over there. So she's going to go say hi to James Marston. And I was <laughs> like, what? James Marston is not here. Like, you're lying. And he's like, no, he's in town, like, filming some movie, blah, 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 blah. And for a second, I thought that they meant um, Jesse Metcalf or whatever his last name is because Chesapeake Shores, which I'm pretty sure that guy is on, films in Nanaimo. I've seen them filming all the time. Right. And so I was less excited. I was like, oh, it's just like Jesse Metcalf. Is, I don't know. He's over there. I don't think that's quite his name. That's almost his name. It's, it's what something is it? similar. Yeah. Um, Jesse Met. No, you got it. Metcalf. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't know who I was thinking of then. Somebody uh, else. Yeah. Got it. Um, so I was like, oh, it's not James Marsden. Why the fuck would Cyclops be here? <laughs> and uh, they're like, no, no, it's definitely him. And so I like run out onto our balcony that's like 
beside our break room and I can see the coffee shop from there and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to creepily stare until somebody walks out of this damn coffee shop. And the next person that walked out was James fucking Marsden. (laughs) Nice! And, yep. Sorry, Travis, but I love him. You can love James Marsden and also your husband. Thank you. You're welcome. I needed. I I mean I think I love James Marsden. I don't know what he's like uh, in real life. But he seems nice, he and I like, like all of the roles that he's done. Yeah, uh, he's had some pretty great roles. Cyclops, like I said, uh, Corny Corny Collins. Collins and Hairspray that we talked about a couple of episodes so, ago. He's so funny. He was great in that role. Oh my god, I literally like wanted to run down and just start singing Hairspray. To him. Yeah. Yeah, that but, would have been yeah. uh, embarrassing, but probably worth it. Yeah, he'd be like, he probably would have just been like, oh, yeah, fan, cool, thanks, bye. Yeah, he's like all dressed down, obviously staying at like the nicer hotel in town because he's on the island filming the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, so there's oh, that. Oh my god, is that what they're filming? Yeah. Oh, Nanaimo. They're filming it it's in like- Ladysmith, which is an oh. even smaller town. <laughs> and they've, like, changed a bunch of the shop fronts on the street to be whatever Sonic town it is. Oh, my God. That movie is probably not going to be very good. No. I don't have high hopes. However, no. James Marsden. James Marsden, though, so... Whatever, as long as he's, I, man, I feel like that might be a bad career choice for him. It's fine. It's fine. Not judging. Just I'm judge. I'm judging a little. Appreciating. I don't know. I okay, no, because <laughs> here's the thing that I don't that I'm not sure about is James Marsden going to raise the Sonic movie up, or is the Sonic movie going to bring James Marsden down? Um, how about option C, where it's just a bad movie, but I still love James Marsden? That's probably the most likely outcome. (laughs) I'll just watch the Sonic movie and then immediately watch Hairspray afterwards and it'll be fine. I like that. Okay, I'll do that too. Cool. Did I tell you about the time when I, uh, rung through Julia Stiles? No. I didn't tell you this story? No. (laughs) It's, it's like really uneventful. So like, I do work in Vancouver and so my odds of seeing celebrities is much higher. There's, like, lots of celebrities in Vancouver all the time. <laughs> I never get to see the ones that I want, though. Like, The the Rock was in town however many months ago. And Liam Neeson was in town. Liam he, Neeson's like, went here. to a sandwich shop. I almost could have seen Nathan Fillion once. <gasps> he went to our other location. Oh, my God. Um I was I working at one died. location. He was working at the, or he showed up at the other location. He was I know. Working I was at like, the other location. he was working there. Yeah, <laughs> he was just like, hello, welcome to this store. Um, no, but when I was working at um, that location, which is like downtown, so there's more, I don't know, tourist traffic coming in. I was ringing through this person who looked pretty familiar. And, yeah, when I got a good look at her face, I was just like, oh, she kind of looks like Julia Stiles. And then I was like, I think that might be Julia Stiles. And then she was paying with card and the chip reader didn't want to work. So she had to swipe her credit card. 
Mm -hmm. And it prints out for them to sign with their name at the bottom. And it was like, Styles, comma, Julia. And I'm like, sign here, please. (laughs) Literally autograph this piece of paper for me. (laughs) I can't keep it legally. It's going in my till. But I thought that that was pretty funny. You almost pulled uh, what that old lady did with Keith Urban. Oh, yeah. Almost. Almost. I didn't, like, say anything, though. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? I was just like, wow, you look like Julia Stiles. And she was like, I am Julia Stiles. (laughs) (laughs) She bought a couple uh, sale sweater dresses. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Like a girl that likes a good deal. Yeah, she's keeping it thrifty. Yeah. And trendy. Yeah. Yeah. This was a couple years ago now. Well... Good for her. Um, and then I don't have um, kind of really any other cool. Not that wasn't even a cool like celebrity interaction, but I just like <laughs> don't happen to run into celebrities very often. But man, so many times roads are just like shut down because they're filming. And oh yeah, it's like I don't even I don't even think that it's interesting anymore it doesn't Mm -hmm. like catch my attention i'm not gonna go and like stand around and be like oh i wonder who i can see you're just like uh, god damn it this is inconvenient (laughs) yeah who was frodo again um elijah wood elijah wood so they film uh dirk gently in vancouver oh really oh yeah and like you can like easily recognize the buildings and parks and it's just like oh i know exactly where that is um so like elijah wood was kicking around for a really long time and people like so many people that i know kept seeing him places and running into him uh but not me not once not ever (laughs) he was avoiding you Aw. uh james marston is definitely like the most famous person i've ever seen but it's not the closest celebrity encounter i've ever had i met like years ago um fuck what's his name justin chatwin i think he was like in war that of sounds the Worlds familiar. with tom cruise and dakota fanning oh that guy yeah and he's from right. nanaimo right and he actually like went to school with my ex-boyfriend so we were like in fucking earls one night for dinner and justin <laughs> chatwin was in town visiting his family i suppose yeah, and um, he, like, sees my ex, and they're like, oh, hi, because they, they know each other. And so my ex, like, brings him over to the table. He's like, oh, I'm going to introduce my girlfriend to this celebrity I know. It was so fucking weird because I was just like, oh, hi, and I let him, like, introduce me. He's like, oh, this is Justin. And it's like, you know, acting chill. Like, I knew who he was because yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. love that movie, but I was just like – not going to give him the satisfaction of freaking out being like a fangirl yeah Yeah. exactly and um yeah i mean he was nice but i think that he you know was maybe putting on some airs of trying to be a lot cooler and more famous than he actually is Mm, that um has been happening a lot we're just like gossiping now that's been happening a lot with um the kid from riverdale because they also film, like, very close to Vancouver, so they're always in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And um, AJ, whatever his name is, the guy who plays Archie, he... KJ, did... Appa. 
KJ Appa, not AJ. I always want to call him AJ Kappa, though. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it, exactly what it was in my head. That just sounds more right in my brain, but it's not. Yeah, KJ, your name is wrong. (laughs) Not AJ Kappa, damn it. Um, Yeah, I hope that he's, like, kind of come off the celebrity high, because I think that because the show got, like, so popular and he got so famous so fast, that he it just like all went to his head and he was going around town being kind of douchey oh um because he's like pretty young too i think he was he's probably 20 by now but he was like 19 at the time so yeah so i think hopefully he's cooled off but he was being like very uncool and very just like don't you know who i am like that kind of thing Ugh, that makes me just sad I know, because it's like, being just a regular schmo is actually pretty good, you know? Yeah. I'm a regular schmo, and I love it. Yeah. Because then I can creepily watch others instead of other people creepily watching me. Yeah. I guess the next, like, um, biggest celebrity that we see in Nanaimo occasionally is... um, Oh, man, I'm totally blanking on his name, and I really like him. He's married to Diana Krall. Oh, Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello, yeah. We've seen, well, Diana Krall is from Nanaimo, so we've seen them kicking around Nanaimo. I have never seen them, actually. I've only seen them once, but I've heard from other people who have seen them more frequently, because they might have a house in or around Nanaimo. I think they have a house in Nanus. But Nanus, yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to work at Toys R Us for a very long time and I worked there when they had their twins. So oh. um but like their kids were older. But Diana and Elvis would like bring their kids into Toys R Us because like they're big name Nanaimo celebrities, but you know, they're no like the rock or whatever. And, and kids still love Toys R Us. Yeah, and kids still love Toys R Us. And every time they would bring right. their kids in, I'd be on my fucking break. No. Yeah. That sucks. I do remember, though, one of my coworkers was telling me about a conversation they had with her. And all I remember from that conversation was that Diana Krall did not care for Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, hot trivia. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't, so... Man, welcome it's to fine. Danica and Emma's Hot Goss podcast. Hot Goss Small Town Celebrity Corner. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of podcasts from people that are made by people who are based in LA who either are celebrities or work very closely with a lot of celebrities. And that's not what you want to hear. You want to hear about, you know, regular people seeing having an occasional sighting of someone relatively famous. Yep. And being like, huh, how interesting. I danced in front of Janet Jackson once. Really? Yeah. Where was this? This was at a uh, dance convention um, and conference that I went to in... It's the one that I went to in Vegas when I was, like, 13. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so I guess the company that runs the dance convention... Um, like, their choreographers work with Janet Jackson, and they, like, frequently choreograph for her as well. And so, yeah, we were doing one of the classes 
one day and they're just like, surprise, special guest. And they just fucking bring out Janet Jackson and they're just like, why don't you show her what we've been learning today? And so she just like has a seat and we show her the routine that we've been working on. And that was great. And she's just like, thanks. Thanks so much. She was there for probably five minutes and then she gets up and leaves. Wow. Yeah. But that's probably my like biggest celebrity. Yeah, for sure. And I was like less than 20 feet away from her. Oh my God. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Especially for a 13 year old. Totally. Let's talk about another major slash minor celebrity. <laughs> Kevin James. So this one time. <laughs> so this one time. Uh, uh, I don't have no stories about Kevin James. Uh, this one time I watched Paul Blart. <laughs> Mall Cop. Yep. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Um, That's what we're talking about today. But one more Welcome. little... Uh, divergence before we get back on track here danica emma what you drinking i'm so glad you asked (laughs) i'm drinking (laughs) beer it's back for the first time in a couple weeks for me um from stanley park brewing it's the sunsetter peach wheat ale oh that sounds delicious (laughs) you know there's only like a couple weeks left for summer beers, and then it's going to switch over to the winter seasonals. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to get it in before it's gone. Yeah. Hey, Emma. What? <laughs> what you drinking? I'm also drinking a beer. I'm pretty sure it's the same beer as last episode. Nothing special. It's literally just what I had in my fridge. So it's Phillips Brewing 78 Kolsch. I think that is what you were drinking last week. And it might have been when I was drinking the week before. <laughs> No, I want to say the week before that it was something from Fernie. No, because I haven't had Fernie brewing in my house for a very long time. Well, you know what? My memory's really bad. That's okay. I, hey. You're just wishing the good life for me because Fernie is expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are kind of expensive, but they're good. They're so good. I, like, get my mom to buy them. <laughs> For when I go over to her house, <laughs> put in my request. If I like have a really bad day, uh, Keegan will bring me home one of those big bottles of their what the huck? A big boy bottle. Ale. A big boy bottle. <laughs> He'll usually bring me home one of those and a bag of chips. Those are amazing. Makes my day a lot better. <laughs> Seriously, if any of you listeners are on the west coast of Canada, Vancouver area, I don't know how far that this brewery submits its stuff to stores, but you have to try the What the Huck Ale. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Is it good? It's so good. <laughs> A little ASMR action. This is my ASMR podcast. Okay, so Paul Wormall Cop. <laughs> First impressions, we've wasted so much time. Go. Yeah, okay. If you've made it this far, congratulations. And now let's talk about Paul Blart for 40 minutes. Um, Honestly, I watched this movie probably when it like first came out in 2009, I want to yeah. say. For those Correct. of you who don't know, it's about a guy named Paul Blart who's a mall cop. <laughs> And he um, thwarts 
um, this group of thieves trying to steal money from the mall on Black Friday. Done. Yep, that's, that's pretty the much whole it. movie. That's, that's <laughs> Stars the movie. Kevin James. And um yeah, so I remember watching it and I had a I had a good couple of laughs because I am a sucker for physical comedy, which Kevin James delivers in bucketfuls in this movie. Yes. And I watched it once and I was like, I'm good. That's enough. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 came out and I didn't watch it. Nope. And that's my first impression. <laughs> yeah, mine is going to be probably even shorter than that because I've never properly watched Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, really? <laughs> yep, this is my first like full watch of it uh, for the show because... Like, first impression, saw the trailer, I was like, that looks really (laughs) stupid, and I'm not going to watch it. So I didn't. And then it was like, and then there were just memes of it everywhere. And people thought that it, like, whether they thought that it was, like, genuinely funny or funny because it was bad, it was like both of those communities kind of came together. Yeah. And made this just, like, the most ridiculous memes that you've ever seen on the internet. And, but they didn't tell me, they told me nothing about, like, the plot of the movie. Yeah. Because I didn't really think that there was much of a plot. So I was just kind of like, I know everything about this movie that I'm ever going to need to know. So I don't (laughs) need to actually watch it. So I just never did. And then, surprise, there was a sequel and didn't watch that either because i was like why do i care (laughs) yeah yeah there we go first impression done perfect wonderful love it yeah i don't know like why i watched this movie at first because i don't know maybe it was like a family movie night at my dad's or something like that and we're like let's watch this it'll be funny yeah but yeah it was nothing like super impressive (laughs) Excuse me. You're excused. Thank you. Um, And, like, the only thing that I'd really seen Kevin James in before was King of Queens TV show. Yeah. Which I was, never like, watched, like, a lot of that. But I've seen, um, I don't know, a handful of episodes. Yeah. And um, it's, like, fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's got, like, Kevin James in it and Ben Stiller, who is... Or is he in that one? I don't think so. Who plays Leah Romini's dad? Not Ben Stiller. He's not that old yet. Uh, no, not Ben Stiller. His dad. His oh, dad plays know. her dad. You said Ben Stiller. I know. <laughs> Fuck, I'm having a moment. King Tell of me what Queens. his dad's name is. Dad. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Ben Stiller's yeah. dad. Ben Stiller's dad, Jerry. yes he's pretty funny he is a funny guy i like him a lot and uh and i love leah romini yeah she's so funny and um um, kevin james and her had like pretty good chemistry in that tv show so 
it was just all yeah, right. Yeah, I remember, I remember that one being, like, that sitcom being, like, pretty good because, um, like, the two of them, and I mean, I don't really know because I haven't watched a lot of the show, but <laughs> in none of the episodes that I watched, it was, like, neither of their characters, like, fought that much. Like, they were pretty supportive of each other. Yeah. And they just had, like, a relatively healthy marriage which like we haven't seen a ton of on tv because it i don't know people don't want to watch i don't know they want the drama i guess um but yeah this show kind of made conflicts from other things or if it was like a conflict in the marriage the resolution came about in a pretty like understandable way i guess kevin james king of queens fine television Kevin James, Paul Blart, second impressions, go. Okay. Go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So in conclusion, didn't have much of a first impression of PBMC and didn't have much of a first impression of Kevin James. I'm only calling it KJ. PBMC from now on. (laughs) KJ is PBMC. KJ It's so fun to say PBMC. PBMC with KJ. Appa. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's really fun to say Paul Blart Mall Cop, though. Mm -hmm. That's a fun mouthful of words. It It really is. Fun in the mouth. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Anyway, what happened when you watched this movie again? Um, Take me through your emotions. So I started off very just blase about the whole thing i was like i guess i'm watching this movie for the podcast Mm -hmm. and then i was like remembering moments of it because i didn't really remember the movie that well since it had been almost 10 years since i watched it the first time good lord uh yeah fuck (laughs) right fuck it's almost 10 years old i know (laughs) wow legacy (laughs) legacy film and then the sequel mm-hmm. came out, like, seven years after or something stupid, like, a really long time. Yeah, it was, like, a big gap. Yeah. I think, I want to say 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so burpy today. Uh, it's that Stanley Park, man. I got home, like, right before we had to record, and so I just, like, I ate really fast. Mm, yeah. And now I'm, and I'm, like, I had a long day at work, so I'm drinking my beer really fast, and I'm just a burpy girl. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a gassy gal. You're a gassy gal. <laughs> um, but honestly, I think the first biggest thing that I remember, or that I experienced the second time around, is that I kind of found it funnier this time. Because yeah. there was, like, little things that I was noticing. So, for instance, the first time I laughed in this film um, was at the beginning. And they're, like, making Paul Blart's dating profile. Mm-hmm. And his mom and his daughter are, like, helping him. And his mom is, like, filling out the details. And then she's like, okay, Paul, like, tell us a little about yourself. And he's like, I know, I know a lot, a lot of, of facts sharks. about sharks. Yeah. I wrote that down because I was like, hey, Emma, Paul Blart's got your number. It's like, Paul Blart and Emma. He's a man. 
After your own heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two peas. Just two sharks in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be whales. What are groups of sharks called? Uh, I don't know. Like a no, it's not a school. We have to ask Paul Blart. Paul Blart, tell us about sharks. Um, so I I like missed that the first time around. So that got me this time. Is oh yeah, chuckling. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, there is a lot of funny, just like little things put into this movie, and I think they get masked behind like just kevin james's physical comedy because he's like a big dude and his physical stunts are like big in your face things he throws that weight around like he does this one roll where he goes (laughs) over his shoulder and his entire body is just like stick straight in the air and i was like (laughs) not even i like i couldn't even laugh at it because i was so impressed Mm -hmm. by it i was just like whoa damn dude like i can't do that anymore (laughs) yeah i it was crazy yeah um and so i think it kind of just like overshadows the writing in this movie which isn't superb but it definitely has its moments there's more to it it's clever than i thought and i'm gonna like already jump ahead to one of our final questions and just say that i'm glad (laughs) That I watched this movie properly because um, if you remember the trailers, like, just based on the trailers, I thought that it was, like, going to be mostly slapstick. Oh, yeah. And mostly just silly stuff because that's all they put in the trailers. And that's what Kevin James is, like, really good at. Yeah. um, And what he's known for. So I think I I was expecting, like, only that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then very little, I guess, uh, humor in the dialogue yeah um so yeah it was like the parts that i found funny in the film were not the parts that i was like expecting to laugh at mm-hmm. and then the things that i thought was going to be like the main core of the comedy like really wasn't so yeah it did like i don't know changed my expectations expectations were wrong yeah kind of glad for that absolutely and like it's just kind of like a heartfelt comedy at the root of this movie i can't believe that we're delving this deep into bubbler milk up but um it really is just like you know the guy he's so earnest and um like upfront about who he is and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that in, um, like, people that I meet in life, you know? I love it when somebody is just, like, so genuine, it hurts yeah. a little, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, it, like yes, it is, like, cool and beautiful and amazing to see people, like, go on their journey to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. But there is something that's just, like, so, mwah, chef's kiss. Chef's about kiss. About someone who, like, knows what they're about. They're yeah. just, like... This is what I'm like, as long as they're not a shitty person, because there's a lot of shitty people out there that use that excuse to do shitty things. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I am just like really honest and I tell it like it is. And I just use that as an excuse to say mean things all the time. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean, like people who are just like, yeah, this is what I like and this is what I want to do. And this is who I am and blah, blah, blah. This is me. Um, and that's just really nice to see 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. Um, it's not even – I feel like sometimes those aspects of a hero in a comedy like this are just, like, kind of part of the punchline. But I don't really feel like this was the case in this movie. Yeah. Like, it It was in some ways, but then it wasn't the majority of the time. Yeah. Um. It was, like, other characters – we're laughing at Paul for being the way that he is. But, but the other audience characters isn't doing are that necessarily. Dicks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, right? Because it's like the douchey pen salesman Fucking guy. Stuart. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he sucks, sucks so, so much. <laughs> so, yeah, like he makes fun of Paul for being who he is and uh, Vec before the twist, like, he thinks that Paul is really weird for taking the job so seriously, but he's just like, but, like, we, the audience doesn't necessarily yeah, laugh at that. We just accept that as being, they're just establishing Paul's character, and so we accept that for what it is. That's fucking PBMC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's PBMC all over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was thinking while I was watching this movie that, uh, you were saying before that at the heart, it's just like, just a good old comedy. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking that at the heart of it, I think it's a romantic movie. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he does like get the girl in the end, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Um, and it was just, like, the whole first half hour, he's – and actually, even even after – and after that, after the action starts – sorry, I'm just, like, tripping over my words. Um, <laughs> You're just so excited about Paul Blart Mokop. I'm so jazzed about – Can't control PMC. your own segue. Because <laughs> it's a <laughs> – it's a, a double entendre because, like <clears> – Nailed <throat> it. Segues. Yeah. You know? Segways. Jokes. Jokes are things. <laughs> I'm drinking my beer too fast and it's hitting me really hard. Um, so, anyway. The start of the movie, like, he's just all about this girl, played by Jamie Mays, who I love. She I'm obsessed is with her. possibly the cutest adult I've ever seen. Right? Other than me, of course. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I mean, we're barely adults. Come on. Don't. That sounds creepy. I've been an adult for many years. <laughs> We've been adults for like a decade. No. Anyway. I'm um, not that old. Almost. I've been catfishing you this whole time. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul Blart Malkop. <laughs> and you're 18? Yep. <laughs> this joke doesn't make sense. I know. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. So he's all obsessed with this girl for the first, like, big chunk of the movie. And then even after it becomes, like, a crazy action movie, it's still all of his uh, motivation comes from the fact that he is, like, totally in love with this girl and wants to get her. And protect her and save her and whatever. So, and then at the end of it, they get together. So I just read it as being so much of a romance, which I wasn't expecting. Um, 
And I was also just kind of like bored at the beginning because of that. Yeah. Because I wanted I wanted the action to start sooner. Yeah. I agree. Because I like I like cop movies and I like action movies. I actually don't really care for romance movies. I don't watch a lot of them. So I just wanted the cop stuff to start. The cop action. The cop action. The Paul Blart mall cop action. Exactly. You know? Somebody should make a drinking game about how often we're saying Paul Blart mall cop in this episode. Paul Blart mall cop. Paul Blart mall cop. Paul Blart mall cop. And also PBMC counts. PBMC. Those are the rules. Um, Yeah, I agree. I guess, like, the romance is there. I also, though, felt at one point, like, when his daughter gets taken by the bad guys, like, a lot of his actions aren't motivated by, what's her name, Amy anymore? But then he's just like, oh, shit, they have my daughter. And then he's just like, dad mode. Gotta rescue his yes. girl. That is true. However, they do have one their one conversation on the phone that like didn't go the way that I thought it was gonna go at all. Yeah. Um, because I I really thought that he was going to be very, I guess, dad about it. Because she's like, um, yeah, so they have me hostage, and I'm with Amy, and we might die. Like, who knows? And instead of him just being, like, I don't know, kind of freaking out and uh, telling her to stay safe and telling her that he loves her and all of this stuff, he instead does, like, a weird – he does the badass hero thing, and he's just like, don't worry, I'm going to come get you. And I was just like, not what I expected. I I can't decide if I like it or not. Yeah, I mean, if he had told her to stay safe, she's already in danger. I feel like that would have been impossible to do. I know, which is why I'm kind of leaning towards that, like, I like that response. <laughs> because it, like, I don't know, totally wasn't what I was expecting. And it also seemed like uh his major character turn at that point mm-hmm. um because their relationship him and his daughter uh before then has been a lot of like his daughter kind of looking out for him and taking care of him and making sure that he's okay um but in this case he got to i don't know be a big old badass yeah um it's kind of funny yeah I mean, not spoiler alert, but I also watched Paul Blart Mall Cop too. <laughs> and uh, you know, I watched the first two minutes of it because of Keegan. He told he basically told me the terrible things that happened at the beginning, and it just seemed like very ridiculous. And so the first one ended, and I was like, "Well, all right, let's just watch the." opening because i just kind of wanted to see how they were going to get into a sequel yeah and the answer is terribly yeah it was uh almost as good as we do segues on this show (laughs) yeah with our intros yeah it was pretty bad but um have no fear in paul blart mall cop 2 he is very dad about every situation so 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I will keep that in mind. Overly dad. Interesting. Um, yeah. Did did you find Paul Blart Mall Cop very funny? I found it funnier than I thought I would. What was your what was the scene that made you laugh the most? That's a good question. I wonder if I wrote it down because nothing's coming to my mind right now. If I have mine, which is why I asked you. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, there is a moment that okay, tell uh, me. made me laugh the hardest that I remember. Um, the <laughs> when he's wearing the hockey gear. <laughs> When he's pretending to be a mannequin in the sports gear store <laughs> and the guy like literally stops walking directly in front of him. Yeah. And it's that crazy shot and his eyes just shoot open <laughs> yeah. and then he whacks him with the hockey stick and then again right between the legs. Yes. Amazing. That made me laugh a lot. Um, and then... Yeah, that probably that scene got the biggest laugh out of me. It was like, pretty good, very good. What about you? My favorite scene is um, after he fights the skateboard dude, um, and they like crash through the ceiling of the mall, the glass ceiling, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. fall into that ball pit, and uh, oh, uh, like the skateboard yeah. and the Segway fall in. And they're in the pit, and you're like, oh, did they make it? Did they survive? And then you see the skateboard dude come out with his skateboard held high. And then fucking Paul Blart comes out of the ball pit. Terminator's out of the balls. (laughs) On his Segway, like from lying down um, horizontally to just like riding up out of the ball pit. It was so good. That was, yes, that was very funny. Yeah. <sighs> there were also lots of moments that had me shaking my head. Oh, 100%. It was also just a lot of like, hmm, okay. And yeah, some of those moments have to do with it just being like an average action movie where I'm just like, that's stupid. That doesn't seem believable. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. You know what was really hard to watch was the drunk scene. Yeah, totally cringeworthy. That was very cringy. I was kind of gritting my teeth through that one because it's just, I don't know, it just (laughs) kind of like reminded me of situations when I was an observer of someone being that drunk and it's just like I go, like go home. Like you have to go home. Yeah. Please just stop being here. Yeah. <laughs> also, the servers should have cut you off a long time ago. Totally. Um, however, that part when he's drunk and he's like putting the uh, skewer of fruit into his friend's mouth. That was pretty good. And then the next day at work, they're just like, cool, like nothing happened. <laughs> Yeah, no one really mentions it. No. Yeah, like Amy was a little like off put by the whole situation. And I mean, who wouldn't Obviously. be? He was a drunk fool. She has every right to be. Yeah. yeah. 
but nobody else they're just like yeah nobody it was else cool. talks about it it's fine they're not nobody was even like hey good to see you out last night or like let's do it again sometime even though yeah. they had made it clear that he number one like never gets invited out to these things mm-hmm. but then number two like had a lot of friends there and had a pretty fun time before he got sloshed yeah so i don't know it was just kind of it's just kind of strange. Yeah. But whatever. It's just a movie. Um, the soundtrack is bitching. I was just going to bring that up. The soundtrack is so good. It is so good. Like, not even just, like, pretty good, you guys, but so good. It's just full of, like, feel-good rock jams. Yeah. And Fuck. I was very impressed. They really nailed it. They really did. Like, that made me like excited to keep watching yeah um because i feel like like this movie really had to keep my interest um in order for me to watch it all the way through yeah and it was a struggle sometimes (laughs) yeah and i don't know sometimes i felt like it was the music that would pick my spirits back up Mm -hmm. if i wasn't feeling the story or anything yeah And I would just be like, oh, yeah, this is a great song. (laughs) And I would just, like, start grooving. And then, you know, I'm still watching the movie. So that was very smart. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go, guys. Way to go, guys. Great job on Paul Blart Mall Cop soundtrack. (laughs) PBMC (laughs) ST. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Um... Okay, so I guess this is more of a question. Well, okay, I'll ask you both of these things. Um, okay. <laughs> like, did you remember the twist, the two twists, I guess, um, when you watched it this time? And what was your reaction, I guess, the first time? Or even this time, if you remembered. Okay, remember. so the first twist is that, oh, right, Vec is the bad guy, and then... um that SWAT what's his name SWAT captain yeah is in on it right okay I remembered the first one however Mm -hmm. um coming into it the second time like Stuart is such an ass at the beginning he's kind of the red herring so you think that he's gonna be the bad guy and so Mm -hmm. yes for the first Stuart the douchey pen salesman so for the first bit I was like oh it's Stuart like he's the bad guy but then it's like third twist he's such a little baby <laughs> he's just a little butt baby yeah who is just a little fraidy cat and sells out amy yeah because she was hiding her phone and oh, i was dick. just like oh, i hate Stuart. him nobody likes you i hate him so much um yeah so yeah i remembered back and then i didn't remember the swat team captain like until it was happening and then i was like oh right ah yeah um cool and then i'd honestly i don't really remember what my first impressions were the first time because i think i was just incredibly like blasé about the whole experience the first time you know like it had a couple of good laughs but the movie as a That's whole fair. was just kind of like um formulaic and I often feel like the twists in some of these 
action comedy films, like, aren't really twists because they all kind of have the same twist. <laughs> yeah, it, it is like a formula yeah. at, this, at this point. Um, so I'm going to say that I saw the first one coming and the second one was, I guess, a surprise. I am 100% the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't see the first one. Well, the first one 100% makes sense. Uh-huh. Once you realize it's him, it's like, oh, of course it's him. Like, duh. But um, I didn't fully see it coming because they psych you out because, like, he stands up for Paul at the crazy drunken night out. Yeah. Um, because Stuart's being such a douche. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Vec, he's a good guy after all. Then he's the bad guy. Um, so they got me with that one. But then as soon as the SWAT team captain, whose name I don't remember, as soon as he was introduced, I was kind of like fixated on his character mm-hmm. because he was um, just like this overly aggressive dude and I was even sick. Keegan was watching this with me. So I was even saying to him, and I was just like, why do they always make the SWAT team captain so aggressive and power hungry and douchey? Because mm-hmm. he's like, this is my. I'm in charge now. This is my scene. I'm in charge. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I call the shot. Testosterone. And- <laughs> yeah. And so I was so focused on him and he was being such an ass that I was like. I think he's a bad guy, too. And so when that was revealed, I was just like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, gotcha. I mean, he's a bad guy for all of 10 seconds because then he gets shot, so. Yeah. Whatever. I, um. Still. I just thought he was being just a dick, you know? Well, he was. He was being. He was being a huge dick. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, but he was. Be- I didn't. But see like, anything, that was it. Like deeper than that. That's yeah, fair. he was just being a dick. That like. That's fair. You know, went to know. school with Paul, and there's like, oh, there's some friction there because he's the SWAT team captain, and now he's taking over this crime scene. But Paul doesn't want to talk to him because he's such a dick, so he's gonna talk to yeah. like the police captain and or whatever. Sir, if your team has the perimeter so closely guarded how the fuck did maya get in there that's true she just waltzes in and they catch her and i'm like how did you do that like there should be (laughs) cop cars everywhere yeah like literally all the exits should be being monitored and you just like whoop here i go it was just i don't know that was (laughs) that was a little silly Uh, yeah, the one thing that I, like, really didn't groove off of was I thought that, like, Vex's character was, like, a little too evil. Yeah, he didn't have much depth. He was just, like... He was just bad. The bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And But he was, like, really bad. And at first, you know, it's like, okay, he wants to steal all this money. Cool, I can get behind that. But then he... You know, when his team starts, like, failing him because Paul Blart is thwarting them, he's Mm -hmm. just, like, yelling all of the time and just being, like, kill him or whatever. And I'm, like, dude, where did that come from? Like, I didn't know you were a murderer, too. I don't know. But one thing that did disappoint me was that, like, all of his lackeys are these, like, parkour punks yeah <laughs> that are that are doing sick tricks all over the mall yeah. and i wanted vec to be a parkour punk too yeah i was vec, like where's, where's your parkour tricks 
yeah, where's your skateboard or your BMX bike? And why aren't you, like, doing tricks and flips? Because fucking literally everybody else is, including Paul Blart. So <laughs> very step fair. up your, step up your game, Zach. point. Paul Blart does a fucking backflip at the beginning of the movie. I know. He fucking crushed that course. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But honestly, nothing will make me more mad about the fact that they literally offer him a job with the police at the end of the movie. And he does the hero guy thing where he's just like, no thanks. I know where I belong or like, I know where I'm needed or whatever. I'm going to do this thing because that's honorable or whatever. But it's like, that was your, that was your, your goal. Yeah. Fucking your dream job it. was to be a cop and they just gave it to you because you almost, like you could have been a cop. You were so close to passing the test. And then it could so have just been do it. Paul Blart too, actual cop. <laughs> and that would have been fucking great wouldn't have that wouldn't that have been awesome that would have been like, a great sequel the sequel is oh i'm actually a cop now yeah and i'm doing like real cop shit fuck that would have been a way better sequel <sighs> fuck let's make paul blart 1.5 okay actual cop <laughs> kevin james <laughs> if you're out there <laughs> we need you to do one more paul blart one more paul blart cop cop uh yeah should we get out of here uh yeah i also just wanted to talk about his sweet segue because we didn't really talk about that much do you want to segue into the segue i want to segue into the segue about the segue (laughs) tell me about the segue uh so when i first watched this movie i was like Fucking segues. So. Excuse me. Last one, I swear. <laughs> so lame. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really not impressed by his sick segway tricks. Flash forward, I don't know how many years, I go on vacation. What do we do on that vacation? But a sweet segway tour. Yes! And I just want to say that don't knock the segway until you try it because they're so fucking fun. <laughs> Yay! I've never ridden one, but honestly, the little, like, silly movie that they put in his dating profile yeah. of him, like, tricking around on a Segway, yeah. I was just like, that looks like a lot of fun. I want to do that. Seriously, they're so fun. Um, I was just jealous <sighs> cool. of him this whole time. I was like, Kevin James just got to ride around on a Segway for however long. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Pretty sick. Segway, bruh. <laughs> gonna get some flame decals on my segway bra <laughs> gonna get some racing stripes make it go so fast get a smoke machine make that sucker gonna, burn i'm gonna put spoiler get some put a spoiler on your segway on my segway brah the chicks love it brah Take those ladies for rides on my Segway. <laughs> he did. He did do that. He did. The lady for a ride. And it he was popped very, a sick like, trick. weird in Titanic, I guess. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> much so. If I was her, I would have been real creeped out. Yeah. I wouldn't have loved that. And that's but. just from uh, my experience of working in a mall for like eight years. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Man, I don't really care for malls. I had a little bit of PTSD, I feel like, as soon as the <laughs> yeah. Black Friday scene opened and there's just fucking people everywhere. And I was like, you're like, oh, God, no. I was like, you can't take me back. I won't go back. <laughs> just having flashbacks. It's terrible. Yeah. I really do feel. Like, I got to go hide in the break room. <laughs> yeah, serious. I got to go hide in the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where where we keep all of the extra the stock bathroom. at Christmas time because we're hiding it from everyone. Mm-hmm. We're not hiding it from anyone. We want to sell that shit. We want to get it out of the store. Please, we want you to it take away. it. That's the secret of retail workers. We're not malicious. We want you to buy our we shit. We want you to buy shit. <laughs> we want you to spend money in our store. So don't so you, you tell me that I'm hiding stuff away. from you when you come shopping on December 23rd for the hottest toy of the year. No, yeah, no. Okay. Trust me. We'd give it to you if we could. I'm, I'm out of that hole. That took me to a place. <laughs> Just a Are lot of okay? pent-up rage from like 10 years ago. It's still, it stayed with you all this time. I really do feel, you know, I've done five Christmases at Toys R Us. I can handle anything. Yeah. I literally once saw a customer make a cashier cry. Yep. Yep. Like she had to leave her till because she was just bawling. Yep. The things that people get angry over is like so funny to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Like even today, I saw. A guy flip off a bus because it wasn't his bus. Oh, God. Bless. Like, it was just a different bus. Fuck. And he flipped it off, and I and I laughed, and I was standing right behind him, and I had to, like, hide it that I was laughing at him because I'm just like, that's not, okay, you're going through something, and you need to take it out on this bus. Fuck you. You're not my bus. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, you're oh. not my real bus. So you're not my real bus. It's not <laughs> worth getting frustrated over, dude. And then literally a minute later, our bus came. So it's like, it's fine. It's Maybe fine. our friend, bus driver Dave, can tell us his funniest moment being a bus mm. driver. I One bet he's day. got some good ones. Yeah. I bet he's also got some terrible stories. Yeah. Uh, but let's take this home. Because now we're not even talking about PBMC. <laughs> so let's bring it back to PBMC. Bring it all the way back. And, um, and let's wrap this up rubric. with our final questions. With our rubric, rubric time. Fun factor. Go. Uh, better than I expected, but still pretty middling. So I'm going to go a solid five out of 10 i don't know what we're rank i don't know what the thing five out of 10 blarts great five blarts five blarts out of 10 five blarts out of 10 (laughs) uh i'm what about you i'm gonna have a bit i guess of a less popular opinion just fun factor i'm gonna give it i think seven blarts out of 10 i had a fun time watching this movie again you know, there was I'm a so couple, glad. like, moments that I had. I was like, wow, I didn't notice that before. The shark thing being one of them. And that's just, you know, right up my alley. So I really appreciated that little joke. Oh, yeah. Um, And 
it wasn't as bad as I remembered. So, yeah, I think that deserves an extra blurt or two. Amazing. Sue me. But don't. No, I don't want to. <laughs> but please don't. You know, you know who gave this movie a really positive review is Roger Ebert. I am simultaneously shocked and like not surprised. <laughs> Literally, I didn't I didn't know about this. Keegan specifically told me this. He was like, Keegan, oh, you're coming in with the trivia again. Wow. <laughs> he does it every week, um, more or less. So um yeah, he was like, you need to read Roger Ebert's review of PBMC. <laughs> Um, because he loves it. He gave it like three out of four stars. Wow. And, mm-hmm. and he thinks that it's great. And the very last line of it is this. <clears throat> Should Daniel Craig someday retire, I am supporting Kevin James for the next James Bond. Kevin James Bond. Kevin James Bond. The name is Bond. Kevin James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> Mulk up. Oh, that's really good. Uh, I'll post a link to that on our social media. Yeah, you should it's uh, a, send that to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say that I one hundred percent agree with all of his review, but it's really, it's just, I don't know, it's really interesting to read. Yeah, Roger Ebert, the movie man. What a weird Paul Blart mock-up. What a weird combination. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Um. Next, was it worth it? I think you you already answered this question. I did, yeah. I think that it really was because I had never pro- given this movie like a proper chance, and so it definitely deserved one. Cool. So I'm glad. Very pragmatic of you. Thank you. You're welcome. What do you think? I also think it's worth it just because... The second viewing allowed me to kind of get past that initial, um, I don't know, slapstick in your face comedy and let me notice some more like little details that were just as funny as Kevin James trying to slide on the floor and not quite (laughs) making it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, would you do it uh, okay. again? I think I'm good. Like, as even though like I had a pretty good time with this movie, I think I'm good at least for the next ten years. <laughs> maybe, maybe do it again. <laughs> do it again for the twenty year anniversary. <laughs> we can be like that. Um podcast till death do us blart but instead of just every year we'll release one episode every 10 years every 10 years yeah Yeah. so for any of you who don't know there is a podcast that's got um oh man it's got uh the McElroy brothers who do my brother and my brother and me and i don't remember who else the guys from another podcast and they have a podcast called Till Death Do Us Blart, and every year they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and talk about it. <laughs> and they're going to do that until they die. Perfect. Every year. Amazing. What a concept. <laughs> They've already done it for three years. This will be the fourth, so they're going strong. 
Um, but I'm uh-huh. kind of also of that same boat. Like, I don't think I'm going to watch it again. Um, I think that this second viewing left a good kind of memory in my mind. And I just want to keep it that way. I just want to remember having, yeah. a, having a decent time watching this movie and talking about it. And that is good enough for me. Yep. Remembering the good times. Remembering the good times about Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop. PBMC. I had a really good tweet. I had a really good tweet one time. <laughs> Actually, it was around this time last year because it was when it was starting to become like fall, winter time. Yeah. And my tweet was Paul Blarf Blanket Scarf. <laughs> you need to make it into one of those memes. <laughs> oh, fuck. I should. K- yeah. Kiki came to do it or something. <laughs> I could probably figure it out. Cool. Do it. I'll try. Do it. I'll, yeah. We should make one for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. That would be amazing. Because, <laughs> oh, you know, it goes right with that theme. Yeah. Just weirdness on the internet. I love the internet. It's a terrible place. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, dear listener? Do you love the internet? Do you do you love, love Paul, Paul Blart, Blart Mall Cop? Do you love Paul Blart Mall Cop Two? Have you even seen Paul Blart Mall Cop Two? I want to know. We have inquiring minds. Inquiring minds want to know. You can let us know on Twitter at Impressions Pod and Facebook, Instagram, and Vero if you really want to. But whatever, we're there at Second Impressions Podcast. <laughs> And you can also email suggestions for future episodes to secondimpressionspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. But not Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, please. <laughs> That's not I happening. mean, well, no, because we'd have to do a first impression first. Well, I'd ha- I but have hey, mine now. Oh, I would need to do a first impression. Although this was kind of mine. Anyway. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Thanks, Keegan, for the art and the fun trivia about Paul Blart Cop. And thank you, Travis, for the music and for killing the bug that was in the room that Emma records in. Bless him. Bless. I'm (laughs) such a lucky lady. There was a lot of behind-the-scenes drama in this episode because of this bug. The bug was huge, you guys. It was so big. (laughs) You'll never know because Emma didn't take a picture. I didn't have my phone, and then it was, like, on the door, and then I couldn't... Excuses. I couldn't leave, because it was on the door. <laughs> it's fine. Um, uh, and thanks to all of you yeah. for listening. Thank you. We love you. My name's Paul Blart. Uh, my name is Mall Cop. Please remember <laughs> to rate, review, and subscribe. We're on iTunes. That's the best place to do that. But we're also on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podcast.com. Which of you are listening on Podcast.com? Because I really want to know because that just seems weird. Besides Danica's parents because I know that's how they listen. Right? Yeah, I think that they're still listening on that. That's fine. You know, we get a decent number of listeners on Podcast.com every week. I know. Who are you? Is it just your parents listening a hundred times? That would be so funny if they, no, they don't have enough time in the day to listen to us 
It's not all them. I guarantee it's not cool, all them. Cool. It can't be. Cool, cool. Um, I'd be like, did you quit your jobs to just listen to my podcast on repeat? <laughs> Thank you, but please stay at your jobs. <clears throat> um, bye. Bye. Paul Blart, <laughs> Mall Cop out. Mall-